podcast. We're Jeff and Rochelle, and hey, it's episode 30, and yes. uh, it's dropping today. Wow. That's cool. You know, we almost didn't mention 25. 25 is a, a, a mile marker, so here we are, 30. <laughs> I'm excited. Um, I really just mentioned that because you told me because I didn't. <laughs> I, you ca- you I don't keep get track of it. I don't know. What month is it? What year is it? I don't know. But hey, we are 30 episodes yes, in. Yes, yes. I think the average podcast only makes it past like five episodes or something you were saying. So. Which, so we're, we are above average. We have to be the top 1%. I don't know. Just, All right. Well, we're 30 and we got lots more to go. Yes. But, um, hey, we're going to talk about something I think is pretty cool. We're going to talk about parenting. Um, parenting and edition. Here we go. Here we go. I enjoy being a parent. Glad um, that God chose me to be a parent and uh, that we get to parent together. So we're going to talk about parenting a little bit. Um, give some good stories um, maybe so should I things we've learned from should I, I just <laughs> muster up my inner doc, Dr. Dobson and everything I've ever read about him here we go um no I'm not him obviously um so I'm excited about this because w- w- as far as parenting kind of what are we talking about today you want to introduce yeah, that for us okay so this is tough. <laughs> it <laughs> yeah. is. Uh, but, you know, we talk about parenting. We think about how I've read books, tons of books, taken um, college <laughs> courses, literally, on parenting. College. Seriously, yeah. Yeah. Uh, courses. I've done a ton of reading, a lot of research. Um, I want to be an expert on parenting because I have kids. I mm-hmm. want to know. I want, I don't take the that lightly. But here's what I have summed up. As after research, after being a parent for like 12 years, um, after all the study, this is what I found to be about. The, the, the main point of parenting is that it is more about training myself than it's about training my kids. Okay, that hurt. <laughs> that That's hurt. what I, now I don't, I think that some people could hear that and go, okay. <laughs> Great. Like, first of all, that there's a lot of emotion that could come with that. Like, some people can I say, like, can I share some? No, I'm. Joking. Oh yeah, go ahead. How, how would you receive that? No. I think you could sit there, and that could make you feel encouraged. Uh-huh. That could make you feel guilty. You could say, "Wow, that's a really condemning statement, Rochelle. I don't want to receive that." Mm-hmm. Okay, if you're in Christ, there is therefore no exactly. condemnation. So I don't want that to be a condemning, guilt-filled statement. I just saying from what I have discovered, from what I have researched, and I I think this is actually a really empowering statement because we can sit there in our world and think, even outside of parenting and anything, we could sit there and think, well, it's what they've done to me, or it's the way my kids are, or it's the things that have happened to my kids. Yes, all of those are really true, Mm -hmm. but there is something very empowering knowing that I can't control all of those things, but I can control my response going forward and I can maybe repent for things I've done in the past or maybe the the things that I, I did wrong. I can ask God to help me with those things because none of us are perfect. Absolutely. And so I know that I have Mm. made mistakes in parenting and I've been able to go to God and ask for forgiveness from him. I've been able to go to my children and say, would you forgive me? I shouldn't have responded that way. Or I made a wrong decision. 
about this? And I can also ask, ask God, God, can you please help with the consequences? Mm, yeah. <laughs> can you help? I mean, I understand that there's a natural order of consequences for decisions, yeah. but God can step in and intervene as well. So I don't want that to come across condemning. I took a few minutes to say that because I think that's important. But I do, I do believe that this statement, this and I'm I'm glad you it's, hit it's true. I'm glad you hit on that because this is meant to be an empowering statement because you are so correct. The goal of parenting is never to control anybody because we can't <laughs> control anybody if we're not careful. It's so easy to parent out of a fear of what might others think or I want to parent this way or because what might happen or how I was raised or exactly. Know, yeah. And so it's more about training yourself than the, the children because that's the one thing that we have stewardship and direct control over. And as we go to God's word, God's word says that as well. It's not just about what other books said. What does God's word say? And so I'm really glad you hit on that because it's very empowering. Okay, so there's some things about this revelation that I've had um, through study and prayer and just living life that I think is important to talk about. So one of them is this, that training yourself to be uh, to to effectively parent mm-hmm. is not something that you get to clock in and clock out of. So training, <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> I feel like maybe like this could feel you know. Uh, training is 365 days a year, 24 hours a day, mm-hmm. seven days a week job. Um, I think about we're in Olympic season. If you're watching this oh, afterwards, yes. you know you can kind of know that this is like. I, I like the Olympics. I like watching swimming and gymnastics and all the stuff of the Olympics. I enjoy it. And we've always watched the Olympics the time, together. Yeah. Well, not all the time. Every four years. Well, every, <laughs> you're right. We don't like subscribe to the Olympic channel or anything. But is it's there just, an Olympic channel? I don't know. Okay. I, <laughs> I'm just saying when it's on, we watch it. Yeah, that is correct. We, we get into it. We're yeah. USA. We get out our red, white, and blue. I'm proud to be an American. Yes. And uh, anyways, but I, the thing I know about Olympic athletes is that it's not what you see on the stage. That is the moment where maybe the whole world sees it, but they go into strict training and they don't get, they don't just train eight hours a day. Uh, that's a misnomer. If you're going to be a world-class Olympian, mm-hmm. you're going to be training 24 hours a day. What I mean by that is, you're going to really take time to think about how much you're sleeping yes. and what you're putting into your body and how much exercise and how much rest you get. Like they have programs for all of this. It's intense. Parenting is intense. Yes. You're training yourself to be godly. So when I hear training, I think of a marathon type thing and that's mm-hmm. what parenting is. It's a marathon. It's not, Hey, let's get ready for something for our kids or us to perform. It's, it's an everyday uh, morning, day, and night kind of thing, and morning, you're night, you're yeah. exact you're exactly right. Um, it requires us to be trained. Yes. Um, so I, I have some stories about go, this. Yes. So like we have three children, and I didn't realize this with child number one. I didn't know that it was more about training myself than training her. So I just remember nighttime. I I didn't do it 
the way that I did it with the other two with the first one. So like this is just a, a you know, a concrete example of this, but like the first child, we had a bassinet right next to the bed. And, and then, you know, like when she wouldn't sleep, I thought, what, you know, what's, what's wrong with her? You know, what, what, what's going on? And so then we moved her into the crib in our room and she was still there and she wasn't sleeping. And it was just, when you don't sleep, it's like, it, it just really affects everything in the house. And so, I realized that I was training her to rely on me hmm. to sleep. So even that was you going in and making sure the passy didn't fall out of her mouth or like yeah. tiptoe. I mean, literally like army crawling. Army crawling. Past the room <laughs> so that she wouldn't hear us. I mean, it was ridiculous. I wish we had a video. I know. I wish you would. There are so many ridiculous things I could tell you about that, you know, and I was thinking, why isn't this child sleeping? So I realized that it was me. <laughs> I was the problem. I was trying to do everything for her. Mm. I was trying to make sure that everything was just right. And so with child, I mean, I took over and realized this, put her in her own room and she went right to sleep, started sleeping through the night. It was beautiful. So this is an endorsement to put your children in their own room. <laughs> yeah. And that's a whole nother podcast that we could talk about with being married that you need your own space and kids shouldn't be sleeping in the same bed with you i'm sorry i know i just offended some people Uh uh but child number two and three they started out in their own rooms in their cribs right when they got home from the hospital and i'm telling you they were incredible sleepers and what it was it was about training myself to realize that they're all right yeah I remember I'd always, the first child, I'd always wake up, are they breathing? Are they, I mean, I was, I was a wreck. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and you know, there's a whole nother principle there is that, do we trust the Lord? That's true. That's good. I mean, I'm not saying be silly, of course, like let's throw them in the crib with a billion animals and see if they make it out. No, I mean, you know, stuffed animals, you know what I'm saying, but doing things right. It's about training yourself. I had to train myself. I mean, I think about even potty training. We went through that stage with all of our kids and, you know, it confuses them if you're like, okay, we're going out in in underwear or we're going out in diapers. And if you go back and forth, it's confusing. And so it was really about inconveniencing myself for three days and saying, okay, I'm staying home and we're not going back. Like I'm throwing the diapers away. I'm giving them away. There, there, there's no option. We have moved forward. The ship has sailed and we are going forward. And so it was really about a mindset in me, not so much in my child, that I'm not going to go back and forth. No, it's, you may say, uh, Jeff, why are you not talking um, <laughs> very much? Because I took care of those things. Yeah, and um, <laughs> but we were on the same. We page. were on the same. You page. were you were cheerleading. No, um, I will say about training. Just real quick is the the in in po- the encouraging thing about training is it's it's a long it's a long road. It's a long so there will be days that might not go well. Just in general, you may have a like a that's just normal. Right? That's normal. So uh, I think it's yes. important when we think about that. Let's not get down when we have a down moment or a discouraging moment or discouraging week even. It's training. God's mercies are new every day. Exactly. So just start over. You know, exactly. it's like, okay, Lord, start over. Yes. You know, um, I want to say this on training real quick before we kind of move forward mm-hmm. into the next, you know, kind of sub point here or whatever is that uh, we love the scripture 
In, mm-hmm. It's in Proverbs. It's a Proverbs, which if you, it, we don't need to get into all of that, but a Proverbs are kind of like, this is gener- generally true. Mm-hmm. If you, if this is kind of the normal pattern of things. And so here's the proverb that we love. Train a child in the way they will, they should go. And when they're old, they will not depart from that. And um, we love that scripture, but we just want to love that scripture because we want to just say, okay, they're not going to depart from it, but we forget the first part. We've got to train. Training is all the time and it doesn't stop. When our kids are 18, it doesn't stop. Now, it shifts. There are situations when they move out of the house. There are situations my role changes, their role changes, but training doesn't stop. And I think that is a key point. Like, just because they're 18 doesn't mean the training stops. Well, in the Old Testament, it's that's written in the context of the whole Old Testament, which the Israelites, they were trained to what? When you're walking along the road, talk about the scripture. Put it on your doorpost, your door frames. Basically, all the time, you're training your children in scripture. All the time. We had to be trained in scripture if we're going to do that. And so it's all the time. We're talking about God. We're talking about scripture. We're talking about the things of God. What is God doing? That's not an event such as church or church camp. Those things are great, but this is happening in the home all the time. That's what training is like all the time. Right. So training is not just what you see in the Olympics on TV. It's all the time training. Yes. That's the same thing with parenting. We don't get to decide, okay, hey, God gets one hour a week at church, but he doesn't have any other part. That's yeah. not training. That's an event. Church is That's, like the the you know the, the the dot in the week. Right. You know. But it's so important. Oh, it's great. It's but incredible. Yeah. You got to be training your children all week. So yes. okay, so that uh, we got training is all the time. But yeah. we also have to resist because <laughs> I think some people could hear and say, "Okay, I'm in it. Training all the time. You know, <laughs> I'm going to be Let's, all over. You know, yeah. uh, resist." the urge to helicopter your children resist it what helicopter hovers and you always hear the blades going (laughs) like even where we live sometimes i'm like oh i hear the military helicopters you can hear them yeah they're there they hover they watch everything resist the urge to helicopter yeah i think that is resist the urge to smother our job is to train them up and with incremental points to allow them opportunity to do things on their own. I, I learned this. This is just a really small example, but um, I had a way that I thought uh, Joy should learn how to ride a bike. It, it, of course, it should have been the same that Madeline did. So I was doing this and I was doing, I even did YouTube videos and this is how you're supposed to. And, and Joy just looked at me and said, can you know, just, just let me do it. I'm I'm like, well, it's not going to happen. Well, I just let her go. And she did it on her own. The bottom line, I know that's a silly example. It's a small example. But I wanted to do it my way. Uh, I wanted to do it how I thought she should do it. And you know what? Uh, We have to let her, uh, in those moments, kind of let her, you know, kind of experiment a little bit. Now, we're not talking about experimenting with sin, okay? I want to make that clear. We're not letting kids do it their way. There's no their truth. They'll find their way back. No, no, no. no, no, We're not talking about that, okay? Um, we're talking about something different entirely. Like, no, you looked around and you're like, okay, this isn't gonna, this isn't <laughs> right. dangerous. I mean, of course, riding a bike has dangers just in, in general, but she had her helmet on. Mm-hmm. You were right there. It's like, here's how you're gonna, you know, exactly. try it out, see if it, you can learn this way. It, it, it's the helicopter thing. I'm, 
I, I will confess that I have been guilty of this and I have to literally train myself not to be this. Hmm. I, I, I'll openly admit it to whoever's watching. And, uh, you know, I remember when Madeline was younger, she had, was in first grade and her teacher was going on a week's trip to Washington, D.C. to be a chaperone with her son. And I remember Madeline was very concerned about this as <laughs> like a six-year-old. She felt very concerned, like, who's going to be my, my substitute? It may not even make sense to us. I mean, I thought, it's not that big of a deal. You'll be fine. But then I remember her, her, her feeling anxious about this. I started to feel like I had to fix it for her. Literally, yep. I did. And I remember I said to Jeff, I just had one of our other children. So I mean, new, a new mom again. And I remember thinking, maybe I should just take a week and be her substitute. That'll fix it. She can have mom be her substitute. And I just remember saying this out loud and it was like, what? Like, literally, I, I don't need to fix everything for her. I don't need to hover. There's some battles that as a six-year-old, she needs to learn to fight. So we just prayed over it. I mean, we literally yeah, said, okay, we we're going to pray over this and you're going to be fine. She goes to school, comes home. It's like, I had a great day with this sub. You know, you know, I'm just saying we could try to helicopter. Like I could have tried to be the sub. I have my teaching license. I could have done it. Yeah. You know, um, would that have helped her? No. That's good. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, she learned that God's faithful. Even as a six-year-old, he's faithful to help you. Mom mm -hmm. doesn't have to fix everything. Mom doesn't have to hover. So we, we, within reason, I know it's a little story, but it's, we need to let kids fight battles that they, they we need to allow them to do that. Yes. We don't have to do everything for them. Mm -hmm. And I think this is a constant temptation for parents, especially moms. Oh, of course. Not dads um, as much, I would agree. Well, I mean, maybe it depends on your personality. It's different, yeah. But, it, you know, it's something that we need to learn and learn to trust God yeah. ourselves, but teach our children to trust Him as well. That's good. That's powerful. And I think this goes into the last point is yeah. preparing your kids, not preparing the path for them. So uh, the yeah. temptation is to say, let's let's clear out all the difficult things for our kids so that they never face difficulty. Hmm. That is not training. That's not real life. Jesus told us, in this world, you're going to have gonna... trouble. Yeah. And if you haven't had trouble yet, wow, praise God. I don't know a person alive that hasn't <laughs> had trouble. I mean, I face trouble. We face trouble on a consistent mm -hmm. basis. Yeah. But we have to teach our kids that this world has trouble because we live in a sinful world. And we need to prepare our kids to deal with that, not prepare the path before them. Because there will come a day where trouble will come. And if they don't know how to deal with it on small incremental settings, yeah. they're going to they're gonna falter. I, I like the picture of a snow plow because a snow plow clears the way. And it's so easy uh, to want to wanna just clear the way of all obstacles of anything. And it's like you have a clear path, walk, you're not going to get hurt. Everything's going to be fine. And, um, but like you said, we got to just train our children to overcome the obstacle, to, to make those decisions. There are, you know, as kids are really small, they're very concrete. So it's like, yes, you can do that. No, you can't. But even at early ages, we have to train our children how to make those decisions so that when they can make those decisions, they're making godly ones. 
biblical yeah. decisions. So it's not about sheltering, sheltering your kids from anything. Now, don't hear me say I don't. We don't throw our kids out to the wild. They're not ready. Correct. Yeah, they're not ready for the wild. <laughs> they need to be grounded in Scripture. Mm-hmm. They need to be grounded in who God is. There's things that only that we need to protect them from in this world. Yep. I mean, this world is sinful. They don't need to be thrown out to the wolves, but they do need to know that there are wolves out there and they need to learn how to protect themselves. Now, that doesn't mean, again, we just throw them out there, but it does mean in increments we say, okay, this is is what's happening in the world. Yeah. And this is where it goes against God's word. And this is how we deal with it. And... Good. I, that is not, I mean, I'm not saying that's easy. And in fact, I think it's going to get more difficult yeah. with the way the world is mm-hmm. right now. With sin ever abounding, there is yep. so much more that our kids are dealing with. But it's not about insulating them from that. It's about uh, being there with them, showing them the way, walking them, and allowing them to have little bits of opportunities to deal with it. Because yeah. at some point, they are going to have to face a whole lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And if they've had zero experience doing that, they won't know how. But that's we good. need to lead them in that way. And that's that starts with us. It's, it's about training ourselves, and that's good. That's so here's good the deal. The word. bottom line, being a parent is hard. It's tough, yeah. Being a parent is not easy. <laughs> and um, if anybody tells you that, then oof, I don't know. I don't, I wouldn't trust them one ounce. <laughs> I'd say, you're lying to me. Uh, you know, if you want to raise your kids, here, here's what I want to end with. What's your goal for your children? Hmm. You better know That's the goal question. for your children. I know the goal for my children. Yep. My children, yep. the the ones that we've been blessed with, this is my prayer, that they would mm-hmm. love and serve Jesus yes. every day of their life. I really don't care what they are when they grow up. I mean, I want them mm-hmm. to get good grades, but that's not the most important thing yeah. to me. I mean, believe me, they that's have to study. You know, good, you know yeah. I, I, I want them to be good at sports and to have fun at, at, at sports. But again, that's not our God. Mm. My focus everything is that they would love and serve jesus christ that's it that's it like if that happens we succeed (laughs) if that happens and i won't even say if when that that happens as it's happening yes and so your goals have to be ever in front of you and Mm -hmm. that will determine your training yeah in the textbook always is god's word yeah now it sounds simple but there's a lot of parenting books out there, but you know what? And those are great, supplemental, but they need to be supplemental to God's Word. Yes. So, hey, I um, hope this was encouraging to you. Hope it was challenging. I want to encourage you to just share this on Facebook or any medium that you're listening to this on. Let someone else know about this. Hey, let's train ourselves. Uh, let's train ourselves to be who God wants us to be so we can help our kids be everything God's called them to be. Uh, praying for you. Love you. We will see you on the next episode of the Deep Rooted Podcast.